0: Take TPV Radio with you 24-7. Just download live 365 apps from your Apple or Google Play store. Like us on Facebook at TPV Radio or www.tpvradionetwork.com. Walk with us, family. Let's go. It's the two-time Stellar Award considered. Spin Award nominated. You're listening to The Voice. To The Voice the psalmist voice radio network you're listening to the hottest most off controversial off the meters christian radio station in the land in the learn. And The psalmist voice radio network are you ready to walk family let's go hey what's good family this is joe kia and you're listening to the psalmist voice radio network walk with me family let's go
1: What's good, radio family? TPV Radio is just getting hotter, and we have an all-star lineup just for you. Mondays, conversations with Joe and Jay at 7.30 a.m. Tuesdays, victory over the waste of life with author Deanne LeBreen at 6 p.m. Wednesdays, illuminating word ministries with Dr. Apostle Forest L. Walker Sr. at 5 p.m. Thursdays, Real Talk with Dr. Byron Sago at 4.30 p.m. Also, Dorothy Patterson, the reality coach at 6 p.m. Fridays, the exclusive interview with your truly, the Salmon's voice by appointment only. Saturdays. It's Saturday's Refetch with Sister Lorraine Brown and Roberta Jones at 11 a.m., followed by The Locker Room with Coach D at 4 p.m. Sundays, TPV Reloaded at 2 p.m. with The Familia. Catch all of TPV Radio programming on Facebook Live at TPV Radio. Also, Live 365. Tune in and all of our podcasts social media platform walk with us in relationship perfect and promise and let's
0: go you never heard christian radio quite like quite this like this get your fix 24 7 of the psalmist voice radio network. radio network <laughs>
2: To girl Nisa from Trinidad and Tobago and you are listening to the Summer's Voice Radio Network.
0: You're listening to Victory Over the Weights of Life, Over the Weights of War, with Sis Diane LeBrand, right Right now now on on TPV Radio. Radio. This is
1: Victory Over the Weights of Life, with author Anne...
2: Your host, author, and speaker, Diane Luger. I want to thank you so much for being here. Give yourselves a hand for being here. Before we go any further, I ask that you share this show. If you are listening by Facebook, if you are on the TPV Radio Network, wherever you are listening to, if you are able to share, would you please go ahead and share? Amen. We have a mandate from the Lord that we go into all the world and preach the gospel, and you may not be a preacher, you may not have a title in the church, but you can help me reach someone that I may not be able to reach. Amen. The Bible tells us that one plant, one water, but God, he gets the glory out of it all. And one day when we stand before the Lord, When he is handing out our rewards, amen, know that you will by no means lose out your reward. So go ahead and share this. It's Tuesday, can you believe it, September 21st, 2021. What happened to the first eight months, y'all? It just flew by, it just flew by, and here we are again at the end of another month, amen, And I just want to say this, if you're not ready, get ready because Jesus will be here any day now. If you are not seeing the sign, I pray today that the Lord open your eyes, that you are able to see the sign. Because he he told us that this generation will not pass away before his return. And everything he said to us in Matthew 24, I'm saying, look at it, it's happening every day in order just like he said it would happen so before we even go any further i want to say to you if you have not made the decision today to serve the lord hopefully by the end of this program you will be ready to give your life to jesus again i want to thank you for being here let's say our prayer let's welcome holy spirit because you guys know we cannot do anything Without the presence of God, can't breathe, can't eat, can't sleep, can't walk, can't talk. We can't do anything without it. So mighty God, mighty God, we come in the powerful name of the Lord Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Father, we want to thank you for this day. Father, we want to thank you for your goodness. We want to thank you for your mercy. We thank you for your love. Lord, we want to thank you for your long-suffering with us. We want to thank you, God, for your patience with us. We want to thank you, God, because you have not given up on us. We want to thank you, Lord, because we are still here, meaning, God, that we have work to do. You are not done with us yet. So we want to give you praise for being a loving God. We pray today, Father, in Jesus' name, that this show goes forth with power. We pray right now, God, that you speak, O oh God, from heaven, let your words be spoken through me god with clarity and with power help me to not be afraid but be bold like a lion and say what thus says the lord we want to thank you for the tpv radio family we pray oh god for pastor chris and first lady Shanice. we ask father that you endow them with power from on high we pray god that you watch over them we pray god that you keep them we pray God, that this ministry oh god tpv radio network father let it go throughout the world and reach the people who are crying out the people oh god who have their churches in the basement of the house the churches the people who are being who are who are being oh god convicted for preaching the gospel the ones oh god who have to hide that they are a christian because they're afraid to be to be killed father let the show find them And let them be encouraged by the words that you are going to speak to them today in the matchless name of Jesus. Open up the windows of heaven, we pray, God, and let heaven and earth proclaim that Jesus Christ is Lord and nothing happens unless you give the okay. So we pray today, Father, that every ear that will hear this word will be receptive. We pray right now, God, that you come in. Take over the airways. We bind the hand of the enemy. Any plans, any plot, any agreements, God, that they have already in the airways, we come against it. We blanket the airways, oh God, with the blood of Jesus. And we know that no weapon that is formed against us are going to prosper. And we pray this prayer right now, mighty God, in Jesus' holy name. Amen. Amen and amen. I want to thank you. I want to say welcome to everyone here in the United States of America. Welcome to Canada. Welcome to the UK. Welcome to the U.S. Virgin Islands. Welcome to Trinidad. Welcome to South America. Welcome to Russia, to the Ukraine. I want to say, what Africa, Kenya. I want to say thank you and welcome to wherever you are listening right now. May the Lord richly bless you. I want you to know that God loves you and that there is nothing God would not do for you. Amen. So if things are going wrong in your life, I can guarantee you it's not the Lord. Amen. But I do want you to know the Lord will use some circumstances and situations to get your attention. So take heed. Amen. Because we know that the day, the time, or the hour that Jesus is returning. So let's get it together. In the words of Providence Matthew let's be rapture-ready in Jesus' name. So I want to thank you for being here. Praise God. Uh, if, like I said, if you're not following us, would you please go to tpvradionetwork.com. While you're there, scroll down. Look for the lady in the yellow suit, Victory Over the Waste of Life. That would be me. Would you go ahead, give me a thumbs up, and hit the follow button. So whenever we go live, amen, you will get a notification to let you know to turn it up. We are in the house. We are in the building, amen, and we are saying what thus says the Lord. What we speak may not be sweet all the time. What we say to you may not be uh Welcome by a whole lot of people But let me tell you something The gospel of Jesus Christ Has been watered down too much already It's bad enough That what was 10 years ago Have been diluted even the more So we need to go ahead And preach the word Just like Jesus preached it We're not adding nothing We're not removing nothing We're giving you the word Thus says the Lord Amen So we don't have time to, to, for people to like us Because we don't want you to like us And then your soul is not ready We don't want to have a high following We have a lot of following But your souls are not ready So we want you to follow us We want you to like us But most of all We want you to be ready For the returning of Jesus Christ Because you guys It's not going to be nice After the church Have left the world And you guys have to deal with the Antichrist and the end times. It's not going to be peaches and cream. Don't forget, when we're out of there, Holy Ghost is also gone. So conviction from the Holy Spirit will not be there. It will be very difficult to live a life in the end times after the church of Jesus Christ has been caught up to meet him in the air. So I want to encourage you again, if you have not gotten it right, Please, by the end of this show, let's make sure that you got it together so you have no worries, you have no stress, that you are ready. When Jesus comes, you are there. Amen. So give yourself a hand for being here again. I want to thank you. Don't forget, LouBreadBooks.com. You can go there and purchase any of my books. Amen. Send an email. If you need me to speak, you can do all that right there. So I want to thank you right now for doing that. Today, I want to talk to you in regards to being thankful. And our scripture comes from Psalms 100. Enter into his gate with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise. Enter into his gate with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise. This is, hmm, how can I say that? When we were little, one of the things our parents taught us, one of the first things our parents taught us was what we call good manners. And good manners was exhibited by when someone gives you something, you say thank you. Somebody, you ask somebody, would you pass this to me? They do it, you say thank you. You, whenever the opportunity came to say thank you, We said thank you. Not so today. How many people woke up this morning and did everything and thought of everything and the thought of saying thank you, Jesus, never entered their mind? There are people right now who have gone throughout the whole day and have not given God five seconds of the day. There are people who have gone through this week Or last week, because we're starting a new week. Or last week, and they never took five minutes to acknowledge the reason why they are here is because of the goodness and the mercy of God. That's why we are here. We are not consumed, the Bible said. So I want to ask you, did you say thank you to the Lord this morning when you woke up last night to use the restroom? Amen. Did you acknowledge him? Do you know how many people went to bed last night and did not wake up? Did you know how many people woke up on their way to work and never made it to work? Are you aware there are people who woke up, went to work, and on the way home never made it home? And there are people who's not going to see the end of this day. Now, I don't know about you, but I don't like people who are ungrateful. People who are ungrateful gets nothing from me. For me, when I do or I give and someone say thank you, I appreciate it, that encourages me to do and give again. But if you don't appreciate it, why should I give you? Why should I give you the opportunity, amen, to just take what I have given to you not showing any acknowledgement of what I've done, and you just run off and just keep living life, La Vida Loca, without saying thank you. Amen. We have got to realize this morning was not promised to us. Today was not promised to us. But God, in his grace and his mercy, he gave us another day. And you would be surprised how many people who have not even acknowledged God. There are so many people right now crying, Lord, I need a job, I need a job, I need a job. And there are people who has a job, who has two jobs, would not open their mouth and say, Lord, thank you for this job. And thank you for giving me the strength to do it. And thank you for taking me to and from in safety. And thank you for the roof over my head. There are so many reasons. And so many things that we must thank God for, and we are so ungrateful. Do you know how many people are sleeping under the bridge? And here some people are in their nice big plush bed, nice big comfortable pillow, nice big covering or whatever, and you're sleeping in peace, and you have the A.C. going, and you just live in La Vida Loca in your sleep. And there's somebody who's under a bridge sleeping on a piece of cardboard box. Or some have nothing at all. Some people have clothes, beyond clothes, have clothes to make a closet for me, them, and other people. And there are people out there who have nothing except what they have on their bodies now. And when they open the closet, and I'm guilty, I've said that before, oh my gosh, I have nothing to wear. And some people would just love to have the opportunity to have a change of underwear, a change of pants, and a change of shirt, but yet we complain. Why not take the moment of complaining and pay attention to what God has already given and say thank you? Many people say, well, I have, I have... And they go out, they seek seeking, they seek seeking more, and they're not getting any more. And you know why? Because you're full. You have too much. You're ungrateful. God is not going to give you any more so you can just be a hoarder. God is not going to give you any more. You're not going to help nobody. You're not going to see somebody hungry and say, you know what? I have this money. Let me buy you something to eat. I have extra clothes. Let me give you. I have extra shoes. Let me give you. And for the ones that do do it sometimes, every alarm has to be sounded. Every bell has to be rung because they have to make a big hoopla. Oh, I gave, and I gave, and I gave, and I gave. What did uh, Matthew 6 tell us? when you give is it 6 or 7 when you give don't let your right hand know what your left hand is doing and when you give don't let your right hand know. but we can't do that we have to make it this big thing i gave i gave i gave i gave i gave but nobody is willing to come and humble themselves before god and say thank you and that's the spirit of pride and let me say this I've traveled a couple countries, and being the fact that I was not born in the 50 U.S. states, even though, yes, I was born in the Virgin Islands, but here on the grounds of the 50 U.S. states. Let me tell you something. In America, America has so much, and yet America is so ungrateful. America throws out tons of food every day. And yet there are millions of people starving in America. Rather than giving away the food that homeless people can eat, the restaurants, they much rather throw away the food so they can get a tax write-off. But we have people hungry, and we have people starving, and we have people who don't know where their next meal is going to come from. And yet we complain. Yet we we look in the refrigerator, oh, all I have is chicken. I don't want any chicken. I don't want any beef, oh, turkey. I don't want fish. Oh, I have nothing to eat. Do you know how grateful somebody would be to have chicken, fish, and beef in the refrigerator right now? Do you know right now there are children bawling? crying from since this morning because they've had nothing to eat? Do you know there are children who have died, adults who have died, because they have nothing to eat? But we look and we cannot say thank you. And we wonder why sometimes it looks like God does not answer our prayer because we are simply asking, asking, asking. He gives, he gives, not saying thank you, not saying thank you, and not remembering. Being thankful is a sign that you remember what someone did for you. Being thankful is knowing you got a gift, and you did not deserve it at all. And that's what the Lord has done for us today. We did not deserve to be here. We did not deserve the nice cars and whatever that God have given to us. Name one thing that have made you and I worthy to get anything from God. The answer is nothing. Because we can't even say it's because of our righteousness. He tells us in the book of Isaiah that our righteousness is as filthy rags. But what did he do? While we were yet sinners, Jesus died for us. He gave us a gift that we could never be worthy of. And yet we take it for granted. The blood of Jesus that was shed. Some people don't even acknowledge it. Some people, you'll say the blood of Jesus to them, and they will look at you. They will laugh. They won't even be bothered with you. We're ungrateful. In this day and time, we must come to the place and realize, you know what? There is somebody who's looking out for me. The reason why I am where I am is because there is somebody Looking out for me. We can go and we say, thank you, Mama, for having me. Mother's Day, thank you, Mama, for having me. We give Mama cards. We give Mama jewelry. We take Mama out to eat. We make sure Mama have a nice dress on for Mama to go to church on Mother's Day, Sunday, and the rest of the Sundays, Mama is in the house. And we show Mama all that appreciation one day. And we don't do that for God. When was the last time, when was the last time somebody said, you know what, I'm coming to you, Lord, I'm not asking you for nothing. I just want to thank you for what you've done. I just want to thank you for what you're doing. I just want to thank you for what you will do. Lord, I just want to thank you because where I was, I'm no longer there. The person I used to be. I'm no longer that person. Lord, I thank you because I have classmates that have died, and I'm still here. I thank you because I have friends and family that went to the hospital, never got out. I went, I came out. Lord, I thank you. See, the thing is, we see God as a genie in a bottle. We only pull out the bottle and rub it when we are in dire straits. Some of us, we look at God as though he is, the transaction is between like a pimp and a prostitute. And it's not like that. Our God has to be reverent. Our God has to be feared. Our God has to be respected. Our God is an honorable God. Our God is a loving God. Our God, he promised that he will never leave us nor forsake us. How many times have family members hurt us, lied on us, cursed us out, took our name, dragged it through the mud? And God has never done that. Never. He is the one after they've drug us in the mud. He is the one after they've just destroyed us. He comes back. He put us in order. He washes, He clean us up. And some people for a few days, for a few weeks, we love God. We thank God because we had a near-death experience. And after that, <laughs> we don't have time for God. One of the most famous singers in the world, Homegirl, said she is too busy to go to church on Sundays. You're going to tell me you are that busy, you are too busy to go to church on Sundays to acknowledge the God who opened up these doors for you. And this is why you see some people, they leave God and they go to other gods because they will not accept what God have done for them. Anytime somebody tell you they are too busy for God, I would say to you, step away. Because when the wrath begins to fall, you will be guilty by association because you can never be too busy with God. What if God was too busy this morning? What if when your baby got in trouble, God was too busy? What if when the doctor said, this is it? Cancer has metastasized. Cancer is in the brain. Cancer is in the lung. Both breasts have cancer. The entire stomach is just one huge cancer. The entire body is one huge cancer. And what after all of that? And we go to God and we pray, Lord, heal mama, heal daddy, heal uncle, heal pastor, heal this, heal this, heal this. And the Lord hear our prayer. And the Lord hear. And the Lord heals and in the meantime, as healing is taking place, folks are coming to church. And we're grateful. The minute we go to the doctor and the doctor says, there is not a trace of cancer in the body. What do we do? We forget. We don't say thank you, Lord, anymore. We don't, we, we don't enter into his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise. Why why, why would we even praise him if, if we don't even thank him? Because to praise him, you have to recognize, even though he said, let everything that have breath praise you, the Lord. There are some people, please, praise God for what? I took myself through school. I took myself through college. I studied for the bar on my own. I went to med school. for. I paid teachers to help me sing like I sing. I did, I did, I did, I did, I did, I did. People will give themselves all the praise, and they will thank themselves. I've heard people say, and I thank myself. I thank myself for doing what they did. And can I tell you that? That has been very foolish, very foolish, because you and I have no more power, like the Bible says, to turn one of our hair black or gray. We don't have the power to do that. I don't know about you, but I have pets. And sometimes I call my pets, they don't even come. So if the pets don't come, who I feed and I house, (laughs) what is it that I can do for myself without God? The answer is nothing. Philippians says, Philippians 4, be anxious for nothing, but by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving let your requests be made known unto god see we go and we pray we tell god we tell god we tell god we give god a laundry list lord i need you to do this i need you to do that but you know this lady at work she's really wearing my nerves out lord i need you to fix her and i need you to fix her good you see this husband of mine lord You see, this wife of mine, Lord, they are out of control. They are out of order. I need you to set them straight. And we go there, and we have an entire list to give to God. And we tell him all our prayers and supplication, but thanksgiving never is in the repertoire of that conversation. And I'm saying to you right now, if I am not going to give you anything after I've given you something and you could not open your mouth and say thank you, I wonder how much God would do that. Now, I know what you'd say, but I thought God is not like a man, and he's not. But I thought God liked doing stuff for us, but he He does. Don't you like doing stuff for your children? Don't you like doing stuff for your mom and dad? Don't you like doing stuff for your spouse? And, and when they don't say thank you, how does that make you feel? Especially when you've taken time, you've taken effort, you've planned out some stuff. You may have taken the day off, or you scheduled specific time to do this, that, and you go through this whole hoopla. And they come in and it's like, hmm, that's it? No thank you. That's it? Yeah, that that's it. What's wrong? Well, you should have done this like this. And you Can you not just say thank you? I told you guys, for one Christmas, I know somebody who loves candles. And I gave her candles for Christmas. I didn't know what her, she had a specific fragrance that she loves to burn. I, I did not know that. So being the person that I am, I love trying stuff. So I said, let me try, you know, an exotic Caribbean fragrance. Honey, I gave it to her when I came back. That lady said to me, oh, them candles you gave me? Oh, no. Mm-mm. I-, I didn't like it at all. I was like, whoa. Whoa. Ever since that, I have never given her anything. Nor will I ever give her anything. You know why? There was ungratefulness. She was not thankful. She did not realize. I took my time, went to the mall. I took my money and bought stuff for And then I took my time to wrap it up and give it to her. When we lose time, we can never regain time. You can lose money. You can go back, you can work, you can do something, you can get your, You can. well, you're not going to get that same money back. But you can get money back. That money can be replaced. The time and effort that you do for someone, that you give to someone, those moments are gone forever. There's no returning back to them. And when people cannot accept your time and your sacrifice, why would you give them the opportunity to do it again? The old saying said, fool me once, shame on you, fool me twice, shame on me. If you allow them to do it the third time, you're just a fool. And I refuse to be that way. So I am saying to you today, what is it, or I'm asking, what is it that God has done for you? And as you think, it, you have not said thank you, them kids that gets on your nerves. How thankful are you for them? Do you know there is a mother right now or there is a woman right now wishing, hoping, and praying that God will open up her womb so she can have a child? And here we are. We have children. I know I have a friend And her mother calls her a waste, no good. Why are you here? There are parents who cannot have children and are willing to do anything to have a child. And here some of us are, and we discard our children. Those of you who know my story, I told you by the time I was 10 years old, My mother had given me away so many times because she didn't see no value in me. In her eyes, I was a nothing in her eyes. I was just someone there taking up space. I didn't add any value to her at that age. But when she needed to become a U.S. citizen, who did she call? And without a reservation, without throwing it back in her face, guess what? I did it for her. And once she got her U.S. citizenship, guess what? She stopped talking to me. We have so much. And we are so ungrateful. There are mothers and fathers who would have loved a child, who would get them out of a country, off an island, loaded with poverty, and bring to America, yes, America is not what America was a few years ago. I, I completely agree what America was five years ago, what America was 10 years ago, what America was 15 years ago, what America was 20 years ago. I completely agree. But even though we are not what we were 15 years ago, people are still breaking their necks to come to America because we are still better than so many other countries. And the ones who are able to get here legally, God bless with a child, God blessed with a husband or something. God opened a door and cannot say, Lord, I thank you. But you look at that child and curse that child. Because like I tell you, when I had sight, I had no problem seeing. I filled out those documents for my mother. It was good. Now that I have a little difficulty with my sight, my mother and my sisters, they just refer to me as the blind. That's all I am to them right now because what they needed from me, they've gotten it. Now, let me say this. Do you think if they need anything else, I'm going to do it? No. And another thing, I don't think God would allow them to uh, allow me to do stuff like that for them. Why? Because I didn't know my mother's heart. But God knew. And after that, I had so many regrets. And I said, had I only known she was going to do that to me, I would have never done it. But God knew. And God allowed it. And I'm thinking maybe if I did not do that, maybe this platform here that God have opened up, maybe I'd never had it because my heart would be filled with unforgiveness. My heart would be filled with hate. My heart would be filled with revenge. My heart would be filled with every other wicked spirit except Holy Spirit. And I would be here, not here per se on the radio station, but I would be here alive. A ball of mess Bringing destruction To the lives of the people Everywhere I go But God know how to break us She may have not said thank you She may refer to me now As the blind She may say I'm a waste I'm a nothing But God is saying To me That I got you here for a reason So guess what I have to do now Lord I thank you Because it don't make sense Lord but I thank you. I don't understand it, God, but I'm grateful I'm still alive. I may not have 2020, but I thank God I'm here. I thank God I'm not completely blind. I thank God I can still do things that people with 2020 does not do, cannot do, or have not even thought of doing. So sometimes, like I said, God will put us in a place where we have to recognize that he is God. And he has to clip our wings sometimes to keep us from flying to a place that will be detrimental to us and maybe even lead us to death. So for all these things, I have to thank God. For good days, I thank God. For bad days, I thank God. For gray days, I thank God. Many times I've been trying to cook, and I cut myself with the knife. I still thank God. Many times I try to eat. And because a hand, eye, brain coordination is not there. Rather than putting the food in my mouth, it'll hit my cheeks. But I still thank God. Many times I'll do stuff, I'll stumble. But I still thank God. You know why? Because this is keeping me closer to God. Remember what, Saul's, what Paul said? Three times he consulted God about this thorn he had in his sight, on his sight. And God did not move it. And Paul came to the realization that his grace is sufficient for him. And I'm saying to you right now, if you do for people and they don't recognize you, his grace is sufficient for you. Whatever it is that you're going through. And you feel like God has forgotten about you. God is not there. Oh, my God, Lord, where are you? He's saying, trust me. My grace is sufficient for you. I don't know, God. I can't see. It's okay. You can't see. Here's my hand. Take my hand. I will lead you. I don't know, God. I can't hear. It's okay. I'm listening for you because I'm the one talking to you anyway. We have so much to thank God for. Husbands have wives, and they mistreat them. Abuse. They use them for the wrong reason. They use them in a way that is abnormal. They abuse them. Wives have good husbands. They do the same thing. And then there is a woman crying out, Lord, I need a husband. And some a man is, Lord, I need a wife. And here she is, completely destroying, disrespecting, disregarding the husband that she has. Here he is, mistreating, degrading, disrespecting the wife that God has given to him. There's this thing that says on the island that says, the shells that are in the water is wishing they were on the dry ground, on the dry sand. And the shells that are on the dry sand are wishing they were in water. See, you will always need something, and you will look, and you will see somebody got it, <laughs> and they're not appreciated. And like me, I say, Lord, I just don't get it. I just don't understand it. You'll see somebody who has a child, and they're mistreating that child, and you say, Lord, I just don't get it. You'll see somebody with a car, and the car is filthy, and the car is like, Lord, I'm not even asking you for a top-of-the-line, Lord, just give me something to take me A, B, and C, D, if I need to get there, something to get me and my kids out of the cold, out of the heat, out of the rain. Some people have a house. You go in that house, filthy. And there's somebody who's begging God for a home. We have, but we are ungrateful. We have, and we don't thank God. We don't appreciate what God has given to us. We do not say, God, I thank you. And there's somebody saying, Lord, I wish. Father, please hear my cry. Lord, I'm Still holding on to hope. Lord, I am still trusting in you. Lord, I still believe. Lord, help my unbelief. People who are sick. My friend was telling me, her me <laughs> had a party for her son. And when they got to the party, the bupti-bop music and the profanity that was playing. It was just too much for her 10-year-old daughter. She was like, Mama, let's go. But she said on the dance floor, there was a woman getting down outside smoking. And then she tells her she just got out of the hospital with breast cancer. Do you know how many mothers and sisters and daughters have died from breast cancer and would be so grateful to have that person there. And here is this person who God made a way for them and they came or they overcame breast cancer and you're on the floor dropping it like it's hot with all these filthy languages. And here you are just smoking away, not giving a regard to the ones who have lost their lives. We do not think like that until something major happens to us. We do not think like that until something comes our way. And then we have to ball out to God and again we want him to show up. Like a genie in a bottle. What are your three wishes? What can I do for you? What can I give you today to make you happy? Okay, genie, I need them six numbers for the lotto as you wish, master. Genie, I need this and this and this and that as you wish, master. And you get your three wishes and you win the lotto and you do all these things fantastic voyages, the best vacation, the biggest house, the nicest car, the most luxuriated hair care and skin products and all these things. You got all these things. Never say thank you. Never go to God and say, God, I remember when I didn't have. Show me who I can bless just like I was without wishing and hoping somebody would show up with food, with clothes, with shelter. Lord, let me be the answer to that person's prayer. We don't do that. We are greedy. We're selfish. It's all about me, my four, and no more. If it's not in my household, it does not bother me. And then when it hits your house, was, oh, my God, pray for my dad, pray for my mom, pray for my brother, pray for my sister, pray for my child, pray for this, pray for this. Uh, I lost my job. Pray that the Lord reinstate my job. I'm going out for a job interview. Pray that I get it. And when other people came and they said, I got a job, rather than being happy for them, what do we do? We hate on them. Oh she thinks she all that now. 'Cause she worked for this company. Oh she thinks she all that now. Because she has this oh he think he ballin now. I remember when he was on the bus line just like me. Yeah. But he's no longer there and you're there, so what's the problem? Who's the problem? Sometimes, y'all, we have to take our eyes off of everything else and we just need to sit down. And make a list of the things we are grateful for. And make a list of the things we thank God for. Enter into his gate. The Lord is saying, you can come right up in my face. But he said, you have to do it with thanksgiving. And enter his courts with praise. Thank God. Give him praise. Watch how your life changed. Thank God. Give him praise. Acknowledge him. Watch how your life changed. Some of us, we don't care. We don't do that. God, who is God? I'm God of my own life. You see these rich people? They don't acknowledge God because they think they have, because they know they have money. And they can buy whatever they want. And if they are sick, they can go to the best doctor. So they don't need God until they go to that best doctor. And that best doctor said, it doesn't matter what I do. You only have 90 days to live. They don't care about nothing else Because they're money. Remember the rich, young ruler that came to Jesus? And he asked Jesus, What is it, Lord, that I must do that I may have eternal life? And Jesus told him, well, here are the commandments to love your mother, love your father, love the Lord, to do this, to do that. And he said, Lord, I have kept these commandments from my youth. The Bible said Jesus looked at him loving him. And Jesus said, here is one thing I need you to do. Go and sell all you have and give it to the poor. The Bible said he was grieved. He went away brokenhearted because his riches and his wealth had become his God. His riches and his wealth had become his identity, his riches, and his wealth <clears throat> was everything that he had. And he thought without that, he would be a nobody. How, how could it not be possible after Judas betrayed Jesus? Could he have not been the one that took Judas's place? Could he have not been another apostle that went out throughout Samaria and Judea and and all these places and preached the gospel of Jesus Christ with fire, causing thousands and tens of thousands of souls to be saved? His money. He gave more honor to his money. He had more passion for his money. He knew nothing else but his money and to be poor oh my god to be poor my god sell everything i have and give it to the poor but wait a minute no, Lord, no, I've had this stuff for all my life. You want me to give my hard-earned money? You want me to give it to poor people, my house? You want me to just give up my house and find some some family, a mother that's abusing her children and just say, here, stay in my house and let the maid and, and the butler take care of them and all my credit cards, give it all to them? You want me to do all that for it? My Lambo, God, my Roly. every time I look at my watch, The diamonds, Lord. I got to put on glasses to see the time. You want me to give up my rolly, Lord? You want me to give up my BMW? You want me to give up my mercy? You want me to do what? Give it up and take up your cross and follow me. And he couldn't do it because his money, possession, had become God. And it's very evident that he was not thankful for what he had. Because had he been thankful, he would have realized, hey, this is not mine anyway. This came from the Lord. And if the Lord is telling me to give everything I have to the poor and come and follow him, that means, my God, I cannot exhaust what he has. So that means not only will he restore what I gave away, he has access and access to give me a thousandfold more of what I gave. The the Bible tells us of Lazarus and the rich man, how a brother man was dressed. And now he ate all the good food, crack crabs and lobster and filet mignon and the good uh, garlic mashed potato that looked like fluffy clouds. Oh, his house shoes was nice and fluffy, his robe, his bed. Oh, my God, everything. He had everything. And poor Lazarus the beggar sat and begged. And the Bible said the dogs would come. And lick his sores. Lazarus. The dogs would come. And lick his sores. And the rich man had the opportunity. To be grateful. To be gracious. To say God thank you. You have given me all of this. Let me give some of this to Lazarus. And the Bible told us Lazarus died. And the rich man died. Lazarus went into Abraham's bosom. The rich man went to hell. And the Bible said in hell he lifted up his eyes and he remembered, oh, my God. Oh, my God. And he called on Father Abraham, can you please, God, have Lazarus to dip his finger in some water? just to cool my tongue because I am tormented in this place. And please, please, please let him go and tell my brothers who are remaining that, hey, y'all get it together because it's really, really bad down here. And Father Abraham says, sorry, baby, can't do. First of all, there is a gulf between where you are and where Lazarus is that we can never meet, we can never see, we can never talk, we can never touch. And they have the prophets. Let them learn from the prophets. Why? He could not look at all what he had and see that beggar begging and realize how much God had given to him and could not open his mouth and say, thank you, Lord. You have blessed me with so much, and here is this beggar. I will go, and I will bless him. I will give. I will share with him what you have given to me. I wonder if he did that, would he have died and ended up in hell? Amen? I want you to take time out to think and be grateful and show gratitude and thank God for the wreck that didn't kill you. Thank God for the surgery that you was not supposed to come out of. Thank God for the job you have, for the house you have, for the kids that you have, the ones that's getting on your nerves. Thank God for them because I'm telling you, there's somebody that would love to have the rattling and the noise and foot stomping in their house. So today, Psalms 100. Enter into his gate with thanksgiving and into his court with praise. I pray You've heard something. I pray you've learned something. I pray the eyes of your understanding have been opened when it comes to giving God thanks and praise and recognizing the things that he has done for you and I that we do not deserve at all. But before we close, never do I want to leave without giving you an opportunity to get to know Jesus. So if you don't know Jesus, repeat after me. Dear Jesus, I come before you a sinner. I thank you for you dying on the cross for me. I make a decision right now, Father, that I will turn my back on the world and I will turn my face unto you. Lord, I ask that you forgive me of my sin. I ask that you wash me in your blood. I ask that you cleanse me right now. Remove everything in me that is not of you. Erase my name, dear God, out of the book of death and write my name, In the book of life I make a decision today Satan I want nothing to do with you I renounce you your power and your kingdom and mighty God I am coming to you and I ask that you give me the strength and the grace to serve you until the day I die or until Jesus returns if you said this prayer I want to say to you welcome to the family and just like that you are saved just like that God have removed you out of darkness, and you are in light. I want to thank you guys so much for being here today. I want to thank you for listening. Please make it an effort to show God that you're grateful. Make it an effort to show God that you are thankful. Make it an effort when somebody does something for you that you say to them, thank you. You don't have to find a way to repay them because sometimes we'll do stuff for people and they cannot repay us. But just a simple thank you. You will be surprised how much more blessings will come your way when you become a grateful person giving thanks for what God has given to you. Again, I want to thank you for being with me. This is yours truly author and speaker. Diane Lubre. Don't forget lubrabooks.com. Go there. You can purchase any of my books there for a speaking engagement. Send me an email. I want to thank you next month. It's all about domestic violence awareness. And I thank you, hopefully, to see you next Tuesday. God will, same time, same place, unless the rapture happens. If the rapture doesn't happen, we'll be here. Until then, so long. I love you. Walk with me, family. Let's go. Have a good night, everybody.
0: That's the safest place to be. You've been under pressure with a broken arm You've been trying to fight these battles on your own. And the nights don't seem like they're ending. You use up and you feel like you're empty. But in all these things, we overwhelmingly conquer through the one who loves us. TPV Radio, Colleen, Texas.